0: Hello, my friend. What you're going to be listening to next is basically my personal morning journal, which I recorded under covers, so I woke up and I had a million thoughts in my brain, which sometimes quite often is the case Ah oh, there's been going there's been so much going on in my life, so I don't even want to listen back to this recording and I'm not going to so I do apologize if there's major sort of uncomfortable parts of listening where there's bed bedsheets um, what's the word making noises uh, I was just trying to improve the acoustics by staying undercover undercovers and staying undercover <laughs> which is what I always do because I'm obviously a spy but I, I, I just after recording I just remember the feeling that I would love to share more of my deep thoughts, my internal worlds, with more people because any connection that I've ever created where I really do feel like we deeply get into the nitty gritty of existence, that's where the big rewards lie. So, kind of shitting myself. Mm, but. At the end of the first episode of my friend podcast. I did say that I'll try and share this if I can. So I actually haven't listened back to the recordings. Because I thought I'll just get it out there. If it's painful then just, just stop listening. Let's move on. But it's time I started sharing more. I feel like that's very important in this moment in my life. So uh, if you do listen, if you do find it i don't know i don't even know what interesting thought provoking whatever uh then please do share this episode with one friend just one friend and make sure you subscribe to my podcast which i'm determined to keep going this is not one of them one of them ones that's just going to start fizzle out and not exist anymore so let's go i hope you uh <laughs> Buckle in, because I think you're in for a a, a journey uh, throughout my mind, and I recorded pretty much all of this completely with my eyes shut, apart from when my alarm clock went off a part way through the recording. So here we go. Enjoy. I hope you have a lovely day, and I shall catch you mm, well now on this episode. <laughs> There we go. That's a sound quality. i just woken up thinking about what I posted last night on social media. So I wrote on Instagram that um, about one of my friends. They're like, go on, my Sicilian parkour boy, something like that nearly 10 years younger than me, and we tend to go climbing together. Um, we also go to a gymnastics thing, because yeah, he does parkour, and I do other things. So we sometimes kind of, we've gone together, but we don't actually spend any time together in there, and it's funny. And so this morning I just thought that the way I used... The word my, as in my parkour friend or boy, whatever, is that everyone actually wears like a different cape um, for social interactions. And everyone who's close to me, for me, I mean, like, as in they don't need to feel like they're close to me, but if I feel like they are close to me, then they are close to me for the reasons that the way they pre- present themselves to me because everyone plays a different role in front of everyone else's eyes. And it's, it's really it's such, such a fascinating dynamic. It's unbelievable because the way somebody is with somebody is completely different to how they are with someone else or can, can be. And I think the we like people with real integrity and by the way the word integrity is so funny. Oh, I'll get back to that. Um it's like everyone is always going to going to act out a different role with everyone. But as long as that aligns with their inner self, then that's fine. And that's perfect. That, that's perfection. If it doesn't, if the way you're behaving doesn't hurt anyone else, then that's all a victory. So, say with somebody, say me with my clients. I'm a personal trainer. I see my private clients. And I see one or two at a time. And I am, and and this has changed over the years as well, but I am in a role of authority. And so I take a different stance. And I'm at my gym, and I will talk to them in a certain way, really. Whereas if we were actually out somewhere else with the same people, I would play a different role. Because I'm no longer the person who's at work who's being paid to tell other people what to do. It's so, it's so fascinating. It's really dif- difficult, actually, to, to let that guard down, sometimes. But I feel like I've learned quite well over the years, actually. Oh, my voice is so shit. It's every morning. I don't know what to do. Maybe I should probably drink a pint of water with uh, salt. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Something I learned recently. Salty water is so good. It's, it's so good. That's how I had a heat stroke in Spain last year. Uh, because I was skating for hours, inline skating, and I drank a lot of water but without any salt in it. So basically it just came through me. It just needs a piss. Instead of actually having it with salt and then it just stays in the body. That was a big lesson actually. That was a big, big lesson. So nowadays. Uh, every morning I have a pint of water with salt and I put some diluted juice in just so it doesn't taste like Mm. it's disgusting but anyway what was I talking about Yeah, so these different situations it's so interesting because I feel like a younger version of myself would have would have thought that somebody's been fake or somebody's like whatever but I've just, I've just really like done some inner search and realised that actually I feel like as long as I am true to myself I'm li- not lying to anyone and I just do my best to be a good person and help people out. Hopefully. Sometimes. Often. Hopefully. Then it's absolutely okay to to be a different person in different situations. We're all very um, changing beings. We all change all the time. And so the world changes around us. And we change along with the world. It's all... Oh my God, okay... Okay, my morning thoughts are getting a bit too deep. Um, How far should we go? Not too far. But a little bit. Let me check that this is still recording. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, I need to blow my nose as well. This is disgusting. Um, my current understanding of the world is that I actually reckon, so we've got, we understand four dimensions. Well, forward, backwards, side to side, up and down. And time. Did I get that right? Oh my god. The dimensions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the directions we can move and time. And mathematical equations show us that there are... Okay, so I'm not totally up to scratch with with the current research, but at some point I read a book and it was like, we know that there, there are 11 dimensions. And then I think somebody mentioned, like some astrophysicist or something, mentioned in a podcast that maybe there's 14. I don't know. I might be absolutely wrong about this, but what is certain is that we definitely have more than four dimensions in the universe. Oh my god, I really need water. Anyway, what I think is uh, my deep feeling is that the universe is consciousness. Like consciousness isn't, you know, we're trying to determine, we can't understand the human brain as in why is conscious, what consciousness is, what brings about consciousness. And I, I I've, 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 yeah. I feel like I've I've done a lot of thinking about. It. I've done a lot of thinking around this thing. And I deeply feel that consciousness is everywhere. Like a rock isn't conscious, in a way. Because it's part of this universe. It's part of our rea- reality. It is actually part of the consciousness. Because it interacts. If you kick the rock. It changes its position. And that means that somebody else might trip over it. And so the rock doesn't understand what's going on. But the rock is part of everything. And I feel like the universe is such a... Like, so the, the the kind of... Um, <laughs> the The meaning of life is... And, and words can't explain this well enough. But I'm certain that the reason of, of life is love. And love in a way that is not romantic, can be romantic. I don't get too much of that. Oh, oh I was really sad. Oh are we, gonna, are we gonna talk about my existential loneliness. Anyway, no 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 not right now. Um But love as in I've really worked on giving out the deep love that I have within my heart within my heart if that makes sense. I feel like I've done so much Self-exploration, and healing work. And I've got I've got no I've got no major trauma behind me, nothing like that. Well, can you call a psychopathic ex anyway, let's not go there. Um I just feel like I've done I've done a lot of self work. And The one thing that really stands out in the crowd is that whenever you treat somebody in a good way, there is nothing but to be gained from that. It's so rewarding. It's so unbelievable. Even, and I, I oh, oh, okay, 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 this, oh my God, this is... <laughs> This is my morning thoughts, this is my fucking, oh, here we go, everything. This is what I do with every fucking day, seriously. So, okay, my following thought, oh, I lost it, did I lose it? Yeah, okay, no, so Bible, the Bible is absolutely a part of this all, and it's, I feel like throughout times, you know, now there's a big, like, psychedelic movement, people are, I've never taken any mushrooms, like, nothing that alters the state of mind like that, and I'm kind of, I'd be very interested in trying something, but I feel like my brain chemistries have always been that way inclined, that I just don't need anything. So, there our times, our stories, you know, like about God, like God is just, I think God is synonymous to love. And the stories are literally just about trying to be a good person and... Receiving the love that the universe gives. The universe doesn't give a shit. Basically, evolution, evolution has no direction. Evolution, th- th- there is no intention in evolution. There is no intention in the actual natural state of being. There's no intention. It just is. And I think that is state, is love. It's like, it's just... There is nothing to be gained... Well, actually I suppose there is. Um but I feel like as a, as a human being, as a feeling person. So bye-bye all the psychopaths. Get the fuck out. You're not welcome. I suppose they feel rage, actually. So huh, come on. Come on back in. <laughs> um as a feeling person. <laughs> oh my god. Why do I have to live with? Why do I have to live with this brain? It's so difficult. Oh my God, somebody bring me fucking cuddles. Um, oh, it's so annoying. It's not annoying. I love it. So basically, just love is everywhere. If you just, if you just grasp it. I think it was years ago now, but I kind of, I left the house on my bike and I felt really good. And it wasn't really a conscious decision to spread that feel good. But I just thought I'm going to try and be like opening myself up a little bit more and spread that feel good. Because like it just felt so good. And so I remember being on the Tyne Bridge in Newcastle, Gateshead. And I was just riding my bike slowly and I was smiling at people who went past me. And they smiled back. It's, it's so unexpected maybe to, to have somebody who goes past you to smile. And I just did. And they smiled back. And then I said hi to someone. I just went past them. And I know this is a very northeast thing or, say, Australian thing. Oh, my God. Being in Australia was so unbelievable because people were so friendly, especially in, like, Brisbane and, you know, not, not in Sydney maybe. Um. Mm, no harsh feelings, Sydney. Can't wait to be back in you. Um. oh, actually, Griff. Yeah, man. Oh. Yes. Yes. I need to get in touch with Griff and see if. If um, I I will book myself a little holiday to, Sydney, Australia, 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 mate, Australia, uh, in um, well this year. Okay. Back to the point. What was I saying? Um. in Australia. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Time Bridge. Actually funny, Newcastle. They've also got a Newcastle in, in Australia. Anyway. I know it's different when I came back from Australia. I'm sorry. Um, to Finland. I tried to continue the same vibe. And I literally walked on the streets. And said... Like, people in Australia, you walk on the street... And they'll look at you and they'll go, Good night, Mike. And you're like, "Huh." As a Finnish person, I'm like, I don't know what to say back, so I'll just smile. Um, and in Finland, I tried to do the same. It was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> People looked at me like I'd escaped from a fucking insane asylum. Uh, what's, what? Insane asylum sounds like an American word. What is in Finnish? What is it in Finnish? No, I mean English. Oh, my God. One of my first languages. Second, third, I don't right know. I don't know any language well enough. Um, insane asylum. Yeah, it sounds very American. But you know what I mean? It's so funny. There is no. See, I woke up before my alarm, so my alarm just went off. My alarm just went off. So that's why that. Um the recording paused. Uh, okay, insane asylum. Words, yeah, in Finland, just saying I might or like, well, actually, say, Mike up. I in, hi hey up. Um, to somebody, they just stare at you. Like, they just stare at you. They literally walk past you and stare at you, like, going, like, You're a fucking crazy person. You need to be put away. <laughs> but here, here in Newcastle, it works. It does work. I've really tested it out with, like, That that same day, I think, I think it was that time when I went to Old Eldon Square. What was I looking for? There's like a tiny shop and I went in, in it. And again, like, I don't, I don't, I was asking for something. And they sort of asked me where I was from. And I said, I'm from Finland. And somehow, huh, we got to talking and I'm pretty sure I didn't get what I wanted. But regardless. Anyway. The morale of the story. No the point. Was that. I went into this place. It was a Monday. Morning. And I'm self-employed. Good for me. If I can tap on the back. Well done. Um, and. Monday to Friday day it's so funny to observe people who are in sort of, I don't know, nine to five jobs, but just like the generic sort of life. People hate Monday. Monday, like Monday morning. Oh my God, it's the best thing in the world. It's so good. I love going out in town when other people aren't in town. It's quiet, and you can really like have, have a chilled out time. So yeah, this person who was working there. Oh, sorry. Ah. Um, I went in and I could tell that she was having a horrible day. Like, she just hated her Monday. So, oh, fuck's this, it's fucking Monday, everything's shit. I've just had a fabulous weekend. Now it's Monday again, I'm having to work. It was brilliant. It's just like, it shun from her face how just, not content she was and i wanted i just felt really good i was like hey how you doing like, Mhm. and then i just i love vibing off people when they give you something and then you just it's it's oh my god it's so amazing to get to know people like to really really get to know something about them to like you know, you say, how you doing? And you, the reply you expect is, all right, mate, you? That's not a response. You're not actually telling them how you're doing. And I know, because I've done a lot of these exploration work ever since I was a, an early teenager when I discovered that life is a difficult place to navigate. And I was like, do you know what, fucking hell, when they ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to fucking tell them how I'm doing. So I'm going to be like, don't fucking ask questions if you don't expect a response. So, how you doing? Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Was crying in the shower this morning. To be honest, but um, that was just to do with something like superficial, and, and I just think I needed to have a little cry. And but you know, I'm I'm pretty alright now. I've just done done some exercise, made me feel a lot better, and now I'm here and I'm happy to be interacting with with you. How are you? And then they're like, "What the fuck? Where was I going? With this? Okay, universe, love." Meaning of life. The simple stuff. But I could see from this woman's face, I probably ended up spending something like around half an hour in that shop. Tiny shop. Where I didn't get what I wanted. But she, I could see her evolving from this, like really down state. Of hating everything. Of hating being there. Of it, hating it being Monday morning. And she's probably got a horrible boyfriend at home who keeps telling her that she's not good enough and, and like, she, he can't even give her like physical pleasure and whatnot. Anyway, oh my God, go. It's too much. Okay, whatever. This is my therapy. That's why I've decided. So here we go. And... So that feeling of having given somebody a grain of what I feel like life is all about, as in love. I cared about her. I could see that she wasn't doing well. So I just... And and the point is, I'm not trying to bring anyone up by saying positive nice things, I'm actually, I feel like the only thing that matters is asking people how they're actually doing. That's what I did. So I like, just, you know, I, I don't remember the conversation in detail, but it would have been something like, you know, she'd mentioned something and I'd be interested in that something, that little thing. Because people aren't normally, especially these, is people aren't interested in interested in other people anymore. It's tragic. It's so tragic. People are so focused on their own stomachs that it's just, it's it's upsetting. It's sickening. It's uh, horrifying. It's really bad. And so I just genuinely, I just, it's all about taking time. I was in no hurry. And just standing there and just saying... Oh, tell me more. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. Um, why did it make you feel that way? Um, and really, really caring about what they answer and taking the time. I feel it's such a fast-moving world. The social interaction actually is the complete essence of it. The complete essence. The complete. Essence. There's. I grew up thinking that actually, I'll like I'd love to. One of the options for my life would be live in the middle of the woods. Probably in Finland or somewhere else. See if this is still recording. There we go. Maybe preferably on a remote island. You know. Somewhere warm. Oh, that would have been amazing. But I kind of felt like, I can do that. I can't really, I struggle to find real connection with people. So I might as well just move out to be by myself and find solace in that. But especially with age, and I think supported by all of the research, like all of it, absolutely all of it. Loneliness kills more people than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or drinking whatever loneliness is the biggest killer that's just the that's just that's a fact and I think because we all had to endure so much loneliness um in lockdown it really made me think about it and Again, this wasn't really a conscious decision, but I just decided that I'm going to seek human connection more and to pay more attention to it. Um, it's so valuable. It's, it's just so unbelievably valuable. And I've got so many people around me who, so I'm saying so many, not so many, but some, People around me who only ever get to, only ever, their only friends are the people they grew up with, they went to primary school with, whatever, and they do not do a thing to expand their social network later on in life. I'm sorry, but people change. So as much as like those friends will always be super valuable and super close and super amazing because they understand the real you from from before you were broken, from, you know, from childhood, before all the adult trauma, before all the, before living through relationships that were not meant to happen or that were meant to happen, but that were really painful and you haven't processed the things. And then basically you haven't even opened up about those things. And then, then you're still friends just with the same people that you grew up with who know fuck all about you. And it's really nice to just share some really bland duties with them. Just do some little things. I play games, always valuable. Oh my god, amazing. Playing games with friends, unbelievable. As in like board games and stuff. Or or like the what are, the, what are them um video games called. Um yeah, them things. Online things. But um I can't even start to tell you how much I've gained from seeking out new friendships. It's so rewarding because, again, in that moment in time, you can just be one hundred percent who you are in that moment in time. So if I see if I saw somebody from primary school and I chat with them i just be like, okay, here's a recap of, like, what's happened to me, or, like, fucking, here's my CV, basically. And then, oh, yeah, let's talk about the past, and let's dwell on that. Oh, so how are you doing? Oh, okay, you're married, oh, divorced, okay, okay. Tell me more. Yeah, okay. Um, yes, yes, it's all, very, it's all very worthwhile, but it's very superficial. Because it's so much harder to get to the current state. Which is. Like exactly what happened to me just recently. That's really affected who I am. With new friendships. They don't give a shit about your past. They just give a shit about who you are right now. And what you can give them. Because everything is a. Reciprocal. Action. In a way. In a way. You can paint different. Currencies, as in, sometimes there is a wife who just does all the chores in the house and looks after the children and stuff, and the man goes to work and pays for the bills. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm obviously using very, very generic, old, old-fashioned stereotypes, but that, that woman is paying her way through this relationship by keeping the house tidy, looking after the children, sucking him off every now and again, you know? That's, that's, that can be a perfectly, perfectly equal, say, marriage. Even if the woman doesn't earn a penny. Because it's then. that That's the dynamic. The woman pays in her way. And the man does his job. And as long as that works, then everything is equal. But I try and I, oh, I very, very often always have at the back of my mind this kind of, I'd rather be an altruistic person. I want what, what's best for everyone rather than being an, an egotistical bastard, um, especially that I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. i I've. I've I don't have it in me to, to hurt other people along my way. And I've had a lot of re- reflection process going on about this kind of stuff um, because of um, a past relationship. Not with my kid's dad, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Where... I don't know, just trying to achieve something by putting people down or... Just being a shit person, there's no value in that. It's so horrendous. It's, it's like, yes, it keeps the balance in this life, I suppose. We need everyone. We need everything and everything. This, this is the thing. As human beings, we're like, what's the reason for that being there? There is no reason. There is no reason. It just is. It is like it was always going to be. Not meant to be. It wasn't meant to be that way. There was no meaning in that sense. But it's always going to be that way. I do see that the universe is very... If we knew the precise location of every single particle in, on, in this world, in this universe, then we could predict everything as it's going to unfold. Because of causation. I hit this, you know, like, like a... You think about a ball table. You hit a ball with a cue. The cue hits the ball in a certain way and that ball moves in a certain way because of that action and then the ball ends up hitting the, uh, the following balls in a, in a certain way because of exactly what's just happened. And then you might pot something you might not. Such is life. <sighs> How far are we going to go with this? <laughs> Oh, this is brilliant. Oh, my God, this is so much better than... Oh, I'm absolutely loving this. I'm loving this because I might... Some mornings, I might just sit up and journal. Like, write something in my journal, but my thoughts are so much faster than my my hand. I I I find it a bit of a struggle. I do get the sensation. I might just, like, after all of this all of these thoughts on a page in my journal I might just write down struggle and that's it and again if like a reader read that and you read struggle you might think oh god she was really down and I wasn't Every, everything's just a struggle <laughs> god this sounds so positive <laughs> um oh. So it's, everything is just a struggle. Life is a struggle, but that's only because of the human perspective. Actually, again, we might reconsider the words, and it might not be a struggle. It's just the process. It's just whatever was always going to be. We were inevit ine- inevitably here, and it's like the everything, the contradictions of all the good things, or the big things in life. So like we were always going to be here, right now. You were always going to be exactly where you are right now. Inevitably. It was always going to happen because of whatever has happened in the past. And yes, I'm talking a very, in very deterministic terms, but I think this is what we're missing in, in astrophysics and like bringing everything together, is that the world is a completely deterministic place, but that doesn't mean that we can't have free will. Because... The sensation is completely real. Oh, anyway. Oh my god. <clears throat> Too much time. diversion. Um. Oh shit. I actually feel like I lost my thought there. Um. What was I saying? Oh shit. Oh yeah. The contradictions. They're not, no, no. They're not contradictions. But. We we're always going to be here. But also the chances of you being here are ridiculously small. It's like the, the if you just look at the the sperm race towards the egg to fertilize the egg it's a ridiculous race and most of the time it's just one sperm that gets to fertilize the egg when the egg is ready to be fertilized. Just one. ...out of millions of sperm cells. But before then, of course, they talk about... ...how your choice of breakfast cereals... ...affect your... ...the quality of your ejaculation. So, obviously, everything that... ...not follows, what's the opposite of follow? That precedes, precedes... ...that those sperms racing their way ...towards the egg is that man being alive is that woman being alive is them in some way hopefully wanting each other and for that intercourse to happen and blah 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 everything is just such a big everything is just such a big process um, that it's amazing it's just so fucking amazing to be here to witness it all it's unbelievable it's um let me check this one here again Yes. Oh, in Nothing wrong. It's such a miracle. And uh, l- l- let me tell you that the um, I bring together everything I've ever understood about um astrophysics and the meaning of life and everything is that actually oh, what's really trippy is actually uh, stop saying mathematical equations show that we actually live in a hologram that's so fucking weird it's so trippy we think there's up, down forward and backwards side to side but actually and, and because maths are the real truth maths show us stuff that we don't yet understand and they show that we don't need three dimensions in space <laughs> Like we just don't need them we we are just in a hologram so I'm fairly convinced uh, that's the wrong wording actually I think we're definitely in some sort of a simulation and otherwise it just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and, and here's a fi- hopefully a final nugget of stuff that I've learned is that <clears throat> time Again, our fourth dimension, time doesn't really exist. It does, it does exist. Sorry, it does exist, but our perception of time might be very skewed. Time might actually run forwards and backwards. And in a way, I feel like, oh, I'm going to die. But I might not, I might just always exist. In a very conscious way, as in conscious, you know, the universe. Oh. And I'll die in my physical form in this life that I perceive, yes. But if time is an illusion, we wonder what was before the Big Bang. That's a pointless question. There was, that, that, that doesn't make sense in words. Before the Big Bang didn't exist. It just didn't exist. The deep freeze is a very interesting concept though, Um, I I suppose if the universe is consciousness then the universe always keeps expanding and eventually basically like when things are because the universe is is speeding, it's it's going out unlike we are as humans, maybe. If if everything just keeps getting further and fu- further away from each other, as in planets and stars and stuff, then in the end, there there would be nothing but the deep freeze. That everything would just be as cold as the the spaces, and there's nothing. There's no chance. There's no life. There's nothing. But then, mm, mm, oh, there's so many metaphors. It all, like, doesn't make sense, and it all makes sense. Again, the big, big contradictions, the big... Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) One of the big things that I learned at some point, that I think, think, that was, (laughs) think, as in feel, think, feel changed me as a person, is realizing that the opposite of love isn't hate at all. Hate and love are so close to each other. The opposite of love is indifference. There's nothing that hurts more than for somebody you really crave not caring about you. That's painful. That's so painful. Whereas if they act out as if they hate you, you're still getting attention, and yeah, that's not far away from love. I think I'm gonna wrap this up now. I think my modi- morning meditation is done. <laughs> I'm gonna. My stomach is rumbling. I'm gonna. God, I'd normally do first thing, then have a shower. God, my stomach's really making noises. I wonder if you can hear them. I'm gonna have a shower. This is just wonderful, because I've got... My kids are away at their grandma's on holiday, and I just need to sort out a few videos, send to friends, and maybe make a little reel out of them. But, um, oh, this has been so fabulous. I actually feel cleansed. I feel so cleansed. I've... These are, yeah... These are my pretty much everyday thoughts. And if you've managed it this this far, that's awesome. I love people who care about me. Because I feel like I genuinely care about people. I'm literally... Who The the other day I posted in our uh, inline skate chat, I was like, who put MDMA in my coffee? Because I just, I wake up and I'm so full of love. It's unbelievable. <sighs> Everything is so beautiful. And and this is, this is, like, oh, okay, one more thing, one more thing. This is just a, like such a big contradiction because as a, oh, God, I hope my mum won't, uh, I suppose. Truths will come out. Um, <clears throat> I did have suicidal ideation when I was a teenager. Probably quite a common thing, to be honest. But I kind of still, like, I would kind of, oh, I would love to live. I changed my, I used to say I want to live 10,000 10, years. I, to, I think I used to say 100 years. Then I said 10, uh, 10 then I said 1,000. Then I said 10,000. And I'm not gonna change it to a hundred thousand cuz That's just a long time, twenty thousand years. So if anyone can like, if anyone can sort that out, please let me know. I want to live it for twenty thousand years. That's my current want. Because it's important to die. Um. But. Yeah, it's it's just funny, kind of. I have a yeah, God yeah, dying. I I just don't want to die but I've wanted to die in the past. I've really wanted not to exist. I've really wanted not to have to deal with all the human emotions in the world. It's really it's really fucking painful and it's horrible. But it's not. That's the beauty. It's if you don't struggle, if you don't feel the pain, then you will never feel the love. You have to feel the pain to receive the good stuff. You really have to. And you have to embrace it. Because I sometimes, when I feel pain, I sometimes cry and I feel a part of that cry is to do with, to do with really appreciating the pain. Oh my God, here we go. There's so much joy, there's so much beauty in suffering that if we can just, if we, we can just embrace Exactly what we are. And I mean, if you're a psychopath, if you're an actual um, nonce or, you know, um, paedophile, then you just need help. So you don't act on the impulses of wanting to have sex with children or murder people. That's not okay. That's not okay. Not okay. It's not your duty. It really isn't your duty to take somebody else's life. To take somebody else's self-esteem to take oh my god okay okay i think it's time um thank you for being a true friend i really appreciate this i'm gonna go and have a shower maybe a little cry i hope you'll have a fantastic day and fantastic doesn't mean that you'll be happy be joyful. just means that you try and live in the moment and s- see if there's anything good you can give to the world or remove any of the bad habits or bad behaviours that you've been having so far. Just just try and change your perspective a little bit. Absolutely enormous amounts of love. love you so much. <laughs> Okay, I have no idea what that was like, because I still haven't listened back to the recording. So I hope you enjoyed being amongst my brain for uh, what seems to be quite a while, actually. And for future reference as well, if you... I always play, nearly always play my episodes, my my podcasts. Not mine, but like the ones I listen to at 1.5 speed, so... Sometimes even two sometimes sometimes really even three times speed and if it's really deep content that I really really want to focus on then maybe 1.2 But yeah just just going forward I think like some people haven't even realized that you can uh, speed up the episodes That's how I manage to focus best on what's being said and stuff so there we go there's another one well, there's another there's a tip for you um All I want to say in the last 40 seconds of this episode is please do subscribe to my brand new podcast, uh, which is going to be my therapy, my uh, connection-seeking behaviour. And please do connect. Uh, You can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Erica underscore Helsinki. Erica's with a K. If you do wish to do so or email hello at ericahelsinki.com also share this episode with one friend that would mean the world to me remember to subscribe and i will see you next time love you bye